fair warning um i'm not nice and i don't seek to be respectable i'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor um i don't want reform i want to turn this building into luxury low-cost housing these will make some really nice apartments to me Fair warning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am not nice nor respectable. Let you know if I had it my way. <laughs> These okay. apartments look real nice. These to me. would be two and three bedroom apartments, maybe a few studios. All right, KJ. <laughs> okay. Miss Keisha Brooks was reading the children for filth in Kansas City. We're gonna talk about Jesus. that. We have a lot to talk about. It's like the spooky it is. episode. It's it not is. like spooky episode we got we know halloween's halloween just over happened. today's they, day of the dead yes. we have a lot to talk about yes. um in regards to pop culture i'm going to be talking a little bit about um some projects coming some movie projects some tv projects the uh, real housewives of atlanta trailer was oh, yes. released uh the saved by the bell reboot trailer was also mm. released so yeah we need to talk about that as well yeah so let's get into this Geek, let's get into the geek. Pop stars, here we go. going on episode 22 this is a lot for us we've done a lot of episodes this season this is good yes. i mean obviously covid has helped it with, kind of streamlined you know, kind everything of, yeah, yeah definitely like helped us with that i agree um but this season's brought on a lot of different we had some good things. episodes yeah <laughs> topics and you know we brought some guests on this season and some really good stuff so um Today should be no different. We yes. have a lot to talk about and get into. <laughs> Mar- Marco. <laughs> let's just hit the weekend. Marcus, okay. talk to me about your weekend. So the weekend was good. You know, it was a, um, we did a Halloween movie night. Um, yeah. I thought that was really fun. Movie weekend. Movie, basically. Fright Film Festival. <laughs> Fright Fest. <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Um, the movies we watched, what do we, we watch? Sinister. Hereditary. Hereditary. Bad Hair. And, and The Witches. What's your pick? <laughs> Which I, let me go back oh, to this. Oh, you can't stand. The, oh, you hate it. The you hate it. Let me just go over the criteria. There was okay. There was okay. Good. Yeah, there was. The Please criteria do. was scary movies. No, that scary, was not one of the criteria. That was the, that okay, was so, not one. Of the and you know what? That that point is mute. Like moot because we don't have but to even argue so, that. So like, bad hair was everyone, scary. Everyone said was we were bad doing, hair scary. It was definitely had some scary elements to uh, it. Yes, and so did the witches. Had, no, come on. Okay, All right. <laughs> what are All you right. talking not, about? Bad hair was not. And so scary. that was last weekend, and I'm not going to go back and and do that with you. That's not what I'm here for. You're not going to bring me in your mess. I'm like, wow. What I'm telling you is that wow, the criteria me, everyone was told to bring is was a scary movie. 
how about scary movie? So the, let us know in the comments: Was Bad Hair a scary movie? It wasn't. Okay, or was it, it more was comedy? Not, it was more. It was a horror. It was like a, it was a satire. A, it was a horror satire. Yeah. Okay. So yes, that there were scary, scary elements to it, but it was definitely also satirical in some places. And so okay, well, let's, let's, yeah, let's let us like, know. Let's really get into it because witches was rated G. So like, let's let's really. But it was talk a family it. movie. Let's but stop, it had like, elements of horror. It had no. elements of scary. The only thing For that little was kids, the only thing scary. that was scary was the plot line. Okay, <laughs> okay, the shaky plot line. That's what was scary about it. I wouldn't have felt confident putting that film out, um, changing it the way that it. Anyway, but anyways, um, we had a whole. I don't even know what I was talking about. Hot Fright Fest 2020. We had that. I thought it was really fun. Obviously, there is some difference in opinion about movies, but it's all right. Yeah. It's what okay. did you think of Bad Hair? Honestly, I was with a notion. Me being all serious now, I didn't. I didn't mind bad hair. Like I thought it was good. The plotline was good. And I guess spoiler alert: uh, once it got to the point to where Vanessa Williams was like the big baddie, I was like, okay, we've kind of jumped the ship here. It would have been better if it was sort of. I think we talked about this about it being like it needs uh, to be a body series. snatchers. Yeah, it yes, did. and it needed what to be I'm a saying, series. bad hair needs to be a series. And yeah, it should have been. And Justin Simeon, it could still go on to it's, be a it's, series. It's, it definitely can. So yeah. Justin Simeon, the person who did this also did Dear White People. Yes. And so how he did Dear White People from movie and bring it into a series for Netflix. I'm hoping that Bad Hair follows that. that train. The and formula, I hope it follows yeah. that realm because I think that there are so many different points and key elements yes. that could have been pulled out a lot more that we could have dived even deeper into. Mm-hmm. And I am hoping, I, I mean, fingers crossed, Justin, please let this be a series and put me in the writing room because <laughs> I think that we can do a lot with what is there. Absolutely. Um, Just like I was telling you, I think it would have been better served had, you know, a few girls had like hair problems and were dealing with this stuff. Like we never got to see Kelly Rowland's story. Like we did it. How did she, how did that happen? She kind of fell off a little bit. Yeah, she just disappeared. Um, I would have loved to go even more into the one, the, not Anna, but the other coworker that also assimilated. Yeah, they had to assimilate. Um, Yeah. So I think that there was just, there was just a lot that could have been done with it. I thought it was good. It was a nice light beat um, in between um, after watching Sinister, which yeah. was just a dry, it was just long, very dry creepy movie. to me. Um, but I thought Bad Hair was, I thought it was done really well. So, congrats to Justin. I please let yes. this be a series, though. I think it would be I think great it can if be. you haven't watched it, please despite do. Halloween being over, I would still give it a watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, other than that, the only other thing I would say, what I watched, I watched some new shows finally. Uh, I okay. watched The Blood of Zeus on so Netflix. So out of the Parkers. Yes. Well, still watching The Parkers, but I watched The Blood of Zeus, which is an anime that is actually oh. really good. It's trending in the top 10 right now, and so that's how I found it. And then I also watched Over the Moon, which was a kid's movie, but like... It was very well done. Very childish you. It had very a very... childish content you've well, been watching. there's a... And, and, and I'm going to equate it to Zootopia... There are these movies that are like flanked in sort of like Disney childish, but they're mm-hmm. dealing with very adult themes, and yeah. I thought that was very interesting. And plus, it also gave me hints of the Goofy movie because it had it has nice. the famous pop star who's like okay. beyond fabulous that everybody's awing over and stuff. So, and Philippa Sue is in it. So nice. Um, nice. But yeah, that's what I watched. Cute, what about you? Cute. cute. Um, you guys, you know me. I'm always kind of trying to like knock these out. Um, so I finished the vow, but I, 
Uh, we talked about the vow maybe last episode or a couple episodes ago, which was mm-hmm. the documentary following Nexium and the sex cult um, that it was revealed to be. I don't want y'all thinking that I'm like a crazy conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but do tell us what I found out after I finished watching the vow is that there was another documentary yes. about the exact same thing called Seduced on Stars. Um, and it somewhat picks up where the vow left off. So the vow left off focused on one particular one of the families that it focused on, the girl didn't get out. The girl right. didn't get out of the cult at, like, once it was all said and done. She wasn't out of the cult at the end of the vow. Um, Seduce picks up at the beginning of her kind of coming to the realization and being... Um, that she needs to get out. Of getting out. Okay. Now, what I am failing to see was, girl, did you come out by choice or did oh, you yeah. have to come out because oh boy got arrested? Yeah. Because Keith <laughs> Ranieri was Which arrested no and taken into custody. So did you just now have like, <laughs> I have no place to go. Right. Let me go back to this family. So that's what's a little bit unclear right now. What I find to be most interesting and what a lot of people have been saying is that, oh, seduced is so much better than the vow. Seduced is so much better than the vow. What it does is that it actually implicates some of the people that the vow focused on people that were kind of put into this like sort of almost like a victim takers like a victim had of like being like oh i didn't realize what i was doing i didn't realize oh, so this sort was, of like the people working for r kelly and like how i didn't realize of, this okay. was a cult i didn't realize this was a cult gotcha baby girl and seduced is like um no you told me that i had to be here and that i should have been here and Tell, you know, like, right. so she's actually implicating some of the people that the vow focused on, which is very interesting and a little tense. Um, I am looking forward to finishing this. Um, How many episodes is it? I think that there's only three out right now. It, it's released weekly. Um, so there's only three out right now, but it will continue on. I'm not sure how long this series runs, but... Uh, very interesting. Don't think I'm weird once again. It's just very interesting to me. <laughs> uh, and didn't oh boy just get sentenced? <sighs> okay, so yes. Um, everyone saw um, Keith Raniere, who is the leader of Nexium. He was sentenced this past week, 120 years. Life okay. Um, which, yes. Okay, great. All right, fine. There once you watch the once you watch these documentaries there are a number of people at fault for this and while keith is yes he is the head of this and he was the lead of this there are a number of other people who also need to be brought to justice and so i that okay. is a small to me that is a win for sure but there are still other things to be done there are some other people that need to be looked at and need some time um because while he was Leading this, he wasn't putting his hands on nobody. He wasn't himself mm-hmm. carving people up um, with um, cauterizing pins and, and people branding are. people, yeah. and, and you know, and 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 making people count their calories. And, and I, I, child, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot to go on, um, and so I I want to see uh, what happens from this. Um, Okay. One of the people that was sentenced this past week, which I was very interested to even hear, but the Broffmans, um, one of the Broffman sisters, which is a big family. So one of the people that um, was sentenced this past week was Claire Broffman. Um, and she is a part of the Broffman sisters. The Broffman family is 
um, if you know Seagram's liquor, mm-hmm. they are over oh, Seagram's liquor. It has the, um, the broth. Them, so they them. actually yeah. were the financial backing to Nexium and did a lot of the supplied a lot of the funds. And so Claire was actually sentenced mm-hmm. to a few years um, herself this past week as well. So, okay, but girl. both interesting. Um, Seduced is on the Stars Network, and The Vow is on HBO. Uh, is on HBO. Time for our next segment entitled Woo Child. This is where Marcus and I get to go over the top moments in pop culture this week and the things that made us say Woo Child. Okay, Marcus, what do you have up first? So the first thing I have up I want to talk about, just a quick respite to Chrissy Teigen. Um, I Chrissy finally spoke out about the miscarriage that her and John Legend went through. Yeah. Um, and it was very, very powerful. Yeah. I was very I read it and I was like, oh wow, like this is I had no idea that she knew before that she even gave birth that the baby that Jack wasn't going to live. And that's I don't even have any words. I would just say read it. It's on Chrissy's blog. She's got like a blog. It's tough. Um, it's a very tough read, but I think it's very necessary because, you know, it calls to some things that, you know, may be taboo in some areas. In some definitely places. taboo. So. Definitely not something that is actually like, especially once you get to a certain level of celebrity, is not like right. celebrated or right. anything like that. I'll, this is kind of weird to take you back this far, but um, in a very different time when, you know, they really bought into like, the selling of the fantasy of the Hollywood actress or celebrity. Right. right. Barbara Eden, who mm. was I Dream of Jeannie. Yes. Um, actually went through something very similar. Um, at one point, very late in her pregnancy, while the baby was still in her, found out that the baby was not going to live mm-hmm. and had to carry it to term. Um, to term. Um, and so, but she couldn't tell anybody. That was the thing. I don't think the networks wanted her to tell people because that was going to be like, they thought it was going to be morbid or, you know, what have you. Oh my gosh. Um, So, I mean, just imagine, imagine that, but like, you know, kind of taking that back to this and, you know, people celebrating and things like that and going through this very tough time already, but then to also have the public, who are some are ridiculing you and like yeah. being or, like what is this I think this the about? drama and, was is that people were upset because she had photos. Yeah, like why are you taking photos and like she took that's photos. my mom. Um, yeah. So because she thank already you very knew. much. Yeah. So um, that was tough. Yeah. But good uh, woo child on the topic. But I'm glad that John and Chrissy are both doing all right. Yeah. Okay. What do you have? Well, for <laughs> for me, I want to talk about our clip that we had at the very oh, yes. beginning of this. And yes. so Miss um, Kiasia Brooks, also who goes by KJ, is an KJ. activist uh, in Kansas City, and. Uh, she had a viral moment that went above and beyond for me. Um, KJ, who was a resident of Kansas City, Missouri, attended the Board of Police Commissioners meeting mm-hmm. um, and took to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard what you heard in the opening is her how she started. Yes. So she came to the mic and it was very much a... I'm going Forewarned. To, yeah, like, I'm not here to be pleasant. Um, and I don't seek to be respectable. Um, but right after that, oh, she's... So she continues to kind of go in this realm. Right. And it, it's first, it's it's starting out overarching. She's talking about, like, the entire police, um, the police force. Right. But then, Mama starts to go into actual names oh, no. and start to get people 
by actual by names and starts calling out people by name. Um, one of the people that she talked about, I can't remember what his name is, but she was talking about him basically using black kids as photo ops oh, yeah. in the city <laughs> um, and how that and was said, not cool. And 10 years later, they grew up to be black men. She talked about that. She talked, um, she talked to, she ended with somebody. I can't remember exactly what she said. I don't want to misquote her, but she was like, it was something to the effect of, and if I have, because I've already dragged you in, uh, in the media, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else to you. You get off free today. And that's kind of like how it ended. Oh my gosh. Um, but you talking about a mic drop oh moment <laughs> and they tried to come at her. And it was like, Oh no, ma'am, your time is up. She was like, I'm going to stay right here and give y'all the rest of this. Um, I personally loved it. Um, it was good. Yeah. That's some people kind of going back and forth of like, okay, so what is that? What was that supposed to like do right. or what? what was that supposed but to solve? for me, like once again, it is the wake up call and like, you need to know what people are saying or might be saying behind your back. Let's bring it straight to your face. Okay. And let's talk about it. All right. So, um, I think it also brings up an aspect of you understand and you start to see just how tired people are and how right. frustrated, you know, people are with all of this stuff that, you know, different towns and cities are having to put up with. And I think that that is very evident in the video. Yeah. So she goes in, honey. She, so I just went back to go see exactly what uh -huh. she said. Um, <laughs> So, because I, I just don't want to misquote her. All right, so here she goes. Uh, and this was to one of the actual people. Okay. Um, Firstly, stop using black children as photo opportunities. Because they're cute now, but in 10 years, they're black male suspects in red shirts and khaki shorts. <laughs> Eating cookies and Jesus. drinking milk with children does not absolve you of your complicit, complicity in their oppression and denigration. Rick Smith. Ooh. It was like dot 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 Rick's and I don't know who Rick Smith is, but I know Rick Smith. <laughs> Apparently is there everybody knows who Rick, and Rick Smith Rick Smith now knows exactly oh, Jesus. what is going um what is going on and what is being said. Oh, and my so goodness. definitely a Woo Chow moment for me, but hats <laughs> off hats off to Miss Brooks. Keep doing this work, honey. Keep Woo doing it. Child, that's a good one. Um, okay, well, I got another Wu Chow for you that okay. you're going to shake your head at. Okay. Let's just run through the list. Okay, how many high-profile white men do you think came out in support of Donald Trump? White men and black men, let's hey, be black, honest. Yes, white and black men. How many high-profile men do you I'm not, think? I'm not really sure, but no, go ahead, and I'll, I will give my thoughts okay. in a little bit. So first off, Brett Favre. Just uh, came out. Actually, let me let me reel it back, back, back. Jack Nicholas, the pro golfer, the famous golfer. He was the first person to I'm come not out worried. of course, and support. I, he was Donald probably. Trump. I would. I would. I would. Fine. I'm not surprised. Cool. I mean, right? Like, all right. Speak your truth, hon. Um, his remarks were very interesting because it was he was talking about how we should we Donald Trump is going to get us back to equality and um, civil obedience and blase blase and I'm like what where 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 have y'all been the last four years? Um, after that, Jay Cutler, the, a pro football player, retweeted Jack Nicholas and his Dumbass. support of Donald Trump. And then after that, we saw another one, which was the big one. I'm still a little confused, but Lil Wayne posted about helping out with the platinum plan with Listen, Ice Cube. 
Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> like, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm conf- I, Cocaine is a hell of uh, a drug. And then we get to Brett Favre, which makes our total one, two, three, four, five high-profile uh, people, including rappers. Uh, don't forget about Ice Cube, and that have come out. And not necessarily. And, and it's. To, I guess the thing that I'm trying to say is, is that I'm not shaming them for their wanting to be supportive of Donald Trump. I think I am shaming them for their reasons as to why, because they're like complete bullshit. Well, this is my thing too. This is my thing. The cowardice of it. Yeah, right. We have, and right before we have an election. days yes. until this yes. election. We have days. It's tomorrow. Literal it's days Tuesday. until this election. Yeah. And for you to come out so late in the game, because you were worried about what it would do to your brand or to what have you and wanting to kind of slide it under this like radar. Slide it in, it's yeah. such a coward move. You could have been doing the work that you're saying that you're about and that you want to see happen. You could have been doing this work months ago. Okay? Where were you during the Republican National Convention where they couldn't get anybody? I mean literally anybody. Right, I'm gonna say Okay. <laughs> Barron had to do a Barron had to do a Christmas speech. Shame. Okay? Barron got up there and did his own Christmas speech. But they for let you, Tiffany Trump get up there and do a speech. Girl. For you men to come out now so late in the game is I, I mean, no one should ever give you a platform moving forward. And I'm very interested to see what this does to little Wayne. Um, yeah, I, I did you see the? I'm nervous that it's because it's so late is that it won't even matter, right? But did you see the Fox Soul segment with Ice Cube and the girl, the ladies on there? Fox Marcus Fox Soul. Yeah, really? no, that, that's the network that they're on. I don't watch Fox Soul. Who has? Do you have Fox Soul? <laughs> no, the clip. Who, on, who watches Fox Soul? The clip on what's the what's the name of the show? Hold on, let me see. Okay. Um, but yeah, so anyways, when, within that clip, they were getting on Ice Cube for his hypocrisy, basically, and why he was doing, you know, doing what he was doing with, the, I guess, the Trump campaign to work on the platinum plan. So all of this I'm is just sorry. absurd. Fa- Claudia has two shows with Fox Soul. Oh, go ahead, Claudia. So she has Out Loud with Claudia Jordan, but then she also has this show that the you're talking about, show. Cocktails with Queens. That's what it was. That's, Yeah. So that's the show. Got it. Still underwhelmed. Yeah, I, I don't plan to watch. You can. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But anywho, woo child to just all of that. It's just ridiculous. This past week. No one should pay it any mind. I definitely am sad to see Little Wayne stoop to this level. Um, so yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure there's some money tied to it. It is what it is. I'm sure. I am Obama positive said. that there is some money tied to this, and you know. COVID's got some people hurting. Uh, what else do you have? Okay, my next thing. I don't even know how you fix... I don't even know how I'm about to fix my mouth to say this. Okay? Louisville <laughs> police officer, Sergeant Jonathan Madden, mm-hmm. had the nerve, mm-hmm. the audacity, mm-hmm. and the gall. Mm-hmm. To file a lawsuit against Kenneth Walker, the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor. And tell him what the lawsuit's for. Okay. Now, wait, before we get there, (laughs) 
Before we get oh, there. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I think it is important to note. Okay. Um, that this was the one officer that got shot. That got shot. Okay. In the leg. It was it in the leg? Yes. Yeah, and it's like thigh, right? Yeah. And it's still like upper thigh or whatever. And it's still unreported on who actually shot him. There's not enough evidence to detail. (laughs) Can we can we please echo that? Can you please repeat that piece? There's not enough evidence to tell who shot because when you are shooting at somebody and you don't hit them once and you hit the apartment over there and then you hit the innocent girl. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, okay. We don't, we don't want to take too take much me, of your time today. Let me take, let me go back. Let me calm down because I don't want too many people to get Tell too much heat. what the lawsuit Okay, so the for. lawsuits, okay, what it's stating right here. Um, it's a suit for battery, assault, mm. And emotional distress from Kenneth Walker, from what? He's like, how do you even through. who who on your team was like, yes, this is a good idea. Like, get out of here. It's enough that you got to walk away from this. Mm-hmm. Okay, be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, you might not. You still might not get to walk away. I would have got. I would have hopped in the nearest car and went to a des- desert island. Nobody would. Nobody <laughs> would know where I'm at. But instead, you want to add insult to injury, rub salt in the wounds of this family, and now do a countersuit. Well, he so he, he, he's suing Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker. But what Kenneth Walker should do is countersue him. <laughs> Because Kenneth Walker's life is the life who will never be the same. No, that's true. I think I think Walker already has a suit well, He's out. got a suit out against um, the AG, the Attorney General. Against Daniel Cameron. Yes, he's got a lawsuit out okay. against Daniel, the Daniel Cameron. And there might be another one. They're saying that this is a counter suit that is being filed on behalf of Mattingly. Oh, well, yeah, they're, they're, I'm sure there are plenty, but like, so I would, if is... I was Kenneth, I would individually sue every single one of one. those officers. This is... What did Karen Kruger say? I press charges. <laughs> Shout out to Karen Kruger press from charges. Uh, Potomac. Um, yes, this is a... This is a mess. This is a um, nasty and uh, vicious turn of the law. It looks law. like a money grab. This is like... I don't know. Yeah. This whole Let me thing stop. is preposterous. I'm going to take... Look, let's take a break. Oh, uh, yes. Okay? Let's take a break. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to cool off. Please. And then we'll come back and we'll do our spill segment. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back, pop stars. It is time for our spill segment. This week, I wanted to do just very, like, um, spooky spill. Okay, okay, if you will. Season. So this is our like spooky season. Okay. You know, so Halloween is um just over. this past Saturday. Yeah. And Day of the Dead is today. Day you of, said? Yes. Dia de los Muertos is today. Um So, okay, first and they'll and because they are two very separate holidays, let's be clear. Yes, they are. We're not like combining, but Let's first, let's do Halloween. Let's talk about Halloween. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
are you a Halloween person? Like what? I, it's hard for me to gauge with you because I know I don't feel like you're a huge candy. Kind I'm not of a huge candy person, but I do enjoy dressing up. I, I especially more in my adulthood, which is well, kind drag because you, of your drag career. <laughs> but I didn't. I and when I was younger, I always waited to the last minute to get a costume. Oh, what? And I always had the why? Be, I don't know. And so I never got to really be what I wanted to be. And now I've kind of gone back. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be all of the things that I wanted to be when I was a child. What and was I can that? do that on Halloween. Okay, please help me understand. Okay, what were so so? Take me through some of what were some of your looks for your childhood Halloween. Oh God, what I were some can't of your even cook? remember. Like there were sometimes I didn't just, just didn't even dress up. I what? couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. So like, what was going on? Talk to me about what was going on. Were you just over it? Were you scared? Were you like a I scared kid? I think I kid? was overwhelmed with the amount of choices that I had that I couldn't linger it whittle it down to one and i think so that's what it was so i would have like oh i want to be a ninja oh i want to be a superhero and then i would just keep thinking about it and thinking about it and then the next thing i know be like halloween is tomorrow okay great so So you just need to pick something yeah and so now i've planned and so i pick something earlier in the year okay and then i have ample amount of time to get all of the pieces that i need so then i'm not rushing anymore and so I, it's become an annual event. This is the third time I've done this. Okay. That I'll plan, well, except for this year, but I'll plan around June, maybe April, what do I want to be for Halloween? Yeah. And then I have the, however much time I need now to get what I need. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, for me, Halloween was always, I'm not a huge Halloween person. It's definitely And not I'm my, not either. It's yeah. not my favorite holiday, but I do like Halloween. Agreed. I love Halloween. Um, and ever since I was like a kid, it was my time to kind of like explore my gender expression. Like always. Wait, what did you dress up as as a kid? So let me, and I, hand to God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Honestly, we can go back and I will go, I will actually, I will bring (laughs) my trophy. (laughs) Um, daycare, 1992, I believe. How old? You were four years old? I don't think so. I don't know. It might have been 92, 91, something like that. Three years old then. Yes. Um, I won from most original costume. And I picked my costume that year. What was it? I was Shanene from Martin. (laughs) And I remember my sister like putting me in the drag. And everything. I was like, yeah, for some reason I wanted to be Shanae. I wanted to be Shanae before. I was Shanae. I was Shanae. You know, I know Shanae, all the Shanae. So, I, like, I did that. I, one year I was a witch. That was a good one. One year I was like a witch, like a full witch. So like you were just a, a, hat a female. with like a, a thing. A different and woman. I remember day. like my mom, my mom sometimes, she'd be like, okay, well, you're gonna, you're a warlock, Trent. Like, she bought me the witch costume. <laughs> But she was like, Trent, you're a warlock. No, nope, okay? I'm a witch. And I was like, baby, I'm a witch. Okay? No, 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 And no. I was doing I'm all the um, hocus pocus, uh, twist the bones and then the back. 
Honey, I was giving the girls craft before. I was giving the girls charmed craft before they could even come out. Charmed the house down realness. Sabrina the Teenage Witch who? Right. It was Sabrina who? It was me. Okay. And then I feel like, okay. So that was like when I was like a young child. But then as I got older, I think I fell sometimes in some of that like same like Ooh, like self-conscious. Yeah. Well, no, like being more self-conscious about oh, okay. stuff. I remember there yeah. one time being a very distinct conversation um, between me and my dad. Uh, and he was like, <laughs> I think I was like maybe like eighth or ninth grade or whatever. He was like, you always dress up as a girl, like every year. Mm-hmm. And I think that that like, even though it wasn't like, don't do it. But um, he said that to you. Yeah, he was like, why are you, he was like, every year you dress up like a girl, like why? Like, and what did you say? And I was like, no, I don't. Like, I was just, like, trying to, like, make, like, I was Shanae Then I was a witch. I was, a witch is not, a witch is a demon. Um, shout out to the witches. <laughs> a witch is a demon. And so it's like, okay. Um, from that, I think I started to be a little bit more self-conscious and kind of, like, Interesting. start to do some things. Nowadays, it's very, for me, it's, like, trying to figure out, always like what's the smartest right like, like what's, what's 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 witty hip, what's current yeah what's, um that kind of thing times, and like it's that. a little nerve-wracking because yeah. everyone clearly as an adult i mean there's so many of the same costumes that you see and people like doing the same thing like last year how it was like us oh yeah yeah like yeah, everybody yeah. was doing us and like yeah. this year it seems like tiger king has been like crazy uh, yeah. um everybody's been doing tiger king everybody's been doing um what else was the other one? For this year or last yeah, year? Yeah, for this year. Uh, there's a lot of the Mike Mike Pence fly costumes. People were doing that. Saw that one. Saw that one, too. So, yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Lots of, just, lots of just different stuff. But, um, I mean, it's always fun to celebrate, right? Yeah, I so, mean, yeah, it's okay. an interesting holiday. All right, well, let's do this. Now let's okay. kind of change gears here, and let's talk about Day of the Dead. Okay. Okay? Um, so, Dia de los Muertos also known as Day of the Dead, is a two-day holiday, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and what this is is that it um, is designed to reunite families, yes. both from the living and dead. Um, and so it's a time for families to kind of honor their departed family members that have passed on, uh, and they create, they decorate altars with, you know, bright flowers and photos. Um, and so it's... Um, it is a holiday, but it got me to kind of thinking, like, you know, of that time, of that, like, one time a year, if, like, there was somebody I would want to kind of reconnect with, reunite with, who would it be? Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of got me thinking a little bit about that. What do you think? Like, if you had to bring one family member back to reunite with, who mm, do you think it would be? I don't know. I don't want to answer that question. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Is it like is it scary to you? Is it what it like It is a little scary. Okay. Yeah. And then it's not like talking about like them right here in person with you, but like to be able to just to reunite like through conversation or Honestly, it'd probably be somebody that I've never met because from so, your family that you've yeah, never met. From like my like my ancestral past or something like oh, that. Just wow. to kind of know where we came from. Okay. You know, like where how did you get here? Where did where did we come from? And what was that, that experience could be cool. like? I think that would be very interesting to know. That would be really cool. So, mm-hmm. 
I think that could be cool. I mean, for me, obviously. Your dad. I'll bring back my dad. Yeah, like, I mean, of course. We have so much to talk about. Of course. Um, and to get into and probably fight about. Um, mm. But I would love to just chat with him one last time. Did you ever see um, the movie Onward? No. You should watch that. It's you and these good. Disney movies. Like, what's but going on with you in these children's it deals, movies? It deals with exactly it's what you're talking weird. about right now. Oh, uh, they do like one last. Well, I was equating that to like the Lion King too, when he goes and like is like looking for his dad in the stars. Yeah. Um. So, but you know what? There are sometimes I feel like my dad does speak to me. I'm right? sure he like, does. There's, yeah. There's times that he speaks to me throughout, like all the time. But um, I would love to just go and like have uh, a very intimate conversation with him i've never met my mother's parents before Mm -hmm. either so that would also be like an easy choice for me because i just they were gone before i was um born because you're Um, the youngest yeah so i was gone before yeah they were they passed away before i was born and so it was just very tough for me to kind of even like think about like okay you know i I have no idea sometimes Mm -hmm. i can see like little certain things from my father's parents that kind of like poured into him and maybe right. poured down to us as kids. Um, but I think that that would also be something else. Okay. So, okay. so what we're doing is now I want you to think about kind of flip it. If you had to name one famous person mm-hmm. to bring back for one night. Okay. Remember just one night, one conversation. One night only. If you had to bring one famous person back, who would it be? Mine would probably be Nelson Mandela. Mm. Um, I've always wanted to interview him. Uh, I never got the chance to. There's a few people I've always wanted to interview. And to just have like a conversation about what it was like, you know, during yeah. apartheid and like how that affected him throughout the rest of his life. I, I think it would be a very interesting conversation. I would want to do somebody heavy. You know, I, I Heavy. What, what made it most difficult was is like there are and this is no offense no shade is no subtext or anything there are a lot of white celebrities that i would have also liked to speak to but then as i thought about it i was kept hitting the thought of people back and even now would never really be able to fully understand what i'm going through as a black person yeah and so it would be foolish of me to get some kind of de facto advice that only applies to white people Okay. And so, therefore, I had to slash that in half and be like, okay, so now we're only doing black famous people because they would have understood and or do understand and get it. So okay. That was okay, I can see that. I think for me, if I had to name one person, it's going to be... I'm going to go with James Baldwin. Okay. I think James Baldwin, for me, is who I would go and look to and I'll be able to talk about what's going on today, and he mm-hmm. would be able to maybe have some insight, or maybe even I told you so moment of like, this is exactly what I saw happening. But someone who I think, who through their work both on and off the page, did a lot of good for our community, right. um, both black and queer. So I would say that, um, if I'm being like, I don't know. Dr. King, right? Like, why not Dr. King? Like, bring him See, back? I thought about him, too, but I mean, that's... I mean, a little... Is that cliche? I have one... I mean, so what? Or what? Yeah, does, does that even matter? Yeah. So what? I think to be, yes, like... I think that that is just a life lesson right there. That is a master class in, like, leading a movement. Um, 
how to like mobilize. Right. I think that that would be a really cool conversation. If I'm being just like fin- like fantastical about it, mm-hmm. I'm bringing back Whitney or Mike. I, I've heard I wanna... to say. I mean, those are the obvious choices: Whitney or Mike. I like. I mean, I'd bring back Aretha too. Like Aretha. <laughs> Aretha, let's Aretha really just talk. left. Hold on, wait. Let's Aretha really talk, just. Girl. Aretha just left. Let's talk about these bad. Can we get like a Morgan McMichael's Ben Della Creme moment? Bring somebody from way back. Like I would bring Whitney back. I, I would. think Whitney would be amazing to bring back. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk. I just want. <laughs> Girl, tell me the give me the give real us the tea because everybody's trying to tell your story, but can't nobody tell it like you. Yeah, I would so. love that. <sighs> Interesting. Okay. So many people. There are. It's tough to decide. But, I mean, definitely some um, some really good conversations there. And so, okay. Well, let's take a break, and then we will be back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. All righty. Welcome back. <laughs> it's time for Jesus. our signature segment, that we like to call Fizz or Flat. That's where yes. we look at the hottest things happening in pop culture, and we give them a fizz if we're feeling them, and a flat if, if we're, we're not. not. All right, what do you got first? Okay, so first up, I want to um, give a little shine um, to Kenya Barris. Uh-oh, what happened? So Kenya Barris, um, Deadline.com reports... Um, is going to be making his directorial film debut um, in a the biopic about Richard Pryor. Ah, so interesting. He will also be writing. Do we know who's going to be Richard Pryor? I don't think we have anything on the cast just yet. I would like to submit a, a name. Oh, okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, no, I'll wait. Go ahead. Well, okay, go ahead, because I already there was someone that was named in a Who? previous Richard Pryor um, film. Who was that? That was Mike Epps. Okay, and that was my thought. I okay. liked Mike Epps because he I was Mike set Epps to do one. Um, because there was there was supposed to be a movie in 2016 about mm-hmm. this with Lee Daniels. That's what it was. Lee Daniels was at the was yes. at the helm of it, and then. I'm not sure what happened with between that and actual mobilizing, but Mike Epps was uh, supposed to be in it, Oprah Winfrey, all mm-hmm. of them. I mean, they could just recycle this cast, could they I not? I would say, like, Mike, to me, I thought Mike Epps was the perfect choice, the one time that the casting actually got it right. I was like, Mike Epps is the perfect choice for this. I have one more. Who? But I'm going to, y'all, I already know what y'all are going to say. Uh-oh. I'm I'm going to say <laughs> Why are you doing this? No, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to say Michael Keegan Key. Keegan Michael Key. That's who I'm going to say from Key and Peel, the tall one. Hmm. I think that he could do it. Hmm. I saw him in Dolomite. I've seen him in friends with him in Dolomite. friends from college. Yeah. Um I think that he could do it. Hell, I think maybe Jordan. I don't know. Maybe Jordan could do it. But I, my first pick was I would submit him. If, I think my, if Mike Epps didn't want to do it. Okay, I was gonna say I think uh, Mike was it Michael Keegan. 
Jordan Keegan Michael Key. Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Keegan um, is funny, but I just think that there is yeah, a know type of say. swagger yes. or style. He doesn't that have the swag. See, Mike that's code word for black. Has. That is code word swag. And oh plus, my Mike Epps has been a stand-up comedian code, longer. Code word for black swagger. No, um, so <laughs> Mike Epps has been saying. a stand-up comedian way longer. Okay, and just has a little bit more. I don't know if that's true, but whatever. Je ne sais quoi. I, I don't, yeah, so, sure. I mean, I could see, like I said, Mike Epps, I think, would be great. Keegan's but Keegan's not a terrible choice. But let's not say, I mean, it could be that that Lee Daniels mo- movie is still trying to get made. Maybe, I don't know. And they're just on hold. But, I don't know. But, um, what do you think about this? What do, you, do you think Kenya Barris is the right choice to write and direct? You saw, um... Netflix black blackish. What was it called? Black AF. Blackest King. Black what? <laughs> what was it? Black AF. <laughs> Did you say Blackish King? I don't know. It's Black Boy, get know. away from me. I don't know. It's black Black. <laughs> Listen. Black AF. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. Same here. I don't know if he is the know. right person. Um. It is comedy. Let's so see. I mean, but it's not, I'm, no, I don't this know if is it's a, gonna drama. Be a drama or if it's going to be like this a drama. This better be a drama American Academy Ugh. picture, best picture winner. I mean, this story hey. has the ability to do that and go there. Hey, if uh, I don't Kenya know if Kenya can take it on, I don't know if it's Kenya's movie. <laughs> I think that we well, should look. Hey, is Barry Jenkins available? I was thinking of Barry Jenkins too. Like, but, I mean, give Kenya a shot. Give Kenya a chance. You never know. I mean, some people kind of get a chance when they get a chance to spread their wings in an actual feature film instead of being, you know, bound by the network and ABC and stuff like that. You never know. So, I mean, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this a flat. I'll give it. I'm going to give it a flat just because I don't. I don't know with Kenya Barris at the helm if, if this is if this. I, I don't know if this is the movie I want to see. I'm gonna give it a fizz just because I want to see a Richard Pryor movie. So I am. I'm not gonna say that I'm a hundred percent confident in Kenya. I don't mind giving him a chance because I mean everyone deserves a shot to like make something good. So um, I'm gonna give it a fizz. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, my first one. Um, did you have a chance to watch the trailer for the Saved by the Bell reboot? No, I've seen one though. I've seen it. They've been promoting this for a while now. But this was like the first full trailer. No, I released. haven't seen that. Okay, so the first full trailer was released. It honestly doesn't look terrible. I'm mad that they're making Slater the gym teacher. Well, so they're going about it a very interesting way because it's not technically a reboot. It's sort of like a continuation. It's a, yeah. Of the original Saved by the Bell. And so... Um, Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley are both coming back as full-time cast members. And then Tiffany Amber, Thies, Tiffany Amber, I don't think she goes by Thiessen anymore, and Mark Ma- Paul Gosler are reoccurring characters. Okay. Now, we all know Screech is in jail, so obviously he's not. Is he still in jail? Back. Yeah, so he's not going to be in this show, from what I understand. And then I was nervous they because... Just wiped, you know, they have really wiped him from the face I forgot all about Screech. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought, uh, damn, they're not. I didn't see. Um, I didn't see Lisa Turtle in the trailer. So wait, I did see a but screenshot. She, yes, it was confirmed that she is. I guess maybe making a guest appearance. It needs or something to be guest. Like <laughs> and I'm just. I, and look, let's let's not even play. She looks good now. She looks good. She hey, looks good. She now. looked good in so, the screenshot. I saw. Let's I magic of makeup. The, right, the magic the, uh, Hollywood remember, magic. She do like a bleach. Listen, what I'm telling you is that it face. needs to be. This is what and needs then, like, to happen, surgery? and I'm going to tell you. We're going to do Lisa's <laughs> part. We're she might be good as a guest. We're going to literally do Lisa's part right now. Do, 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 do. Hey, yes, I'm in Paris doing my fashion show. I have a n- oh, I have to go, but I just wanted to say I wish I could be there with you all. Love you, smooches. That's it. <laughs> I just did it. That part is written. And, you're, and that's all that Lark... Lark you're only saying that because that you Lark saw the Voorhees photo and do. she's clearly a fashion designer in Maybe. the photo. That's all that Lark Voorhees <laughs> needs to do. But Lisa was a fashion designer on the she show. She was. You remember the Lisa jeans? Yes. But I'm saying like, yeah, but like that's Lark, what it needs to be. So let's keep it keep it a buck too. Lark went on to be in some other shows after Saved by the Bell. Okay. And some guest spots and reoccurring roles on some of our What do you think is the biggest to come out of there? I, mean, I think Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yeah, yeah. He really turned. He really turned that whole thing around. Well, he was the heartthrob, and then I see. I know. thought Zach was the heartthrob, but Zach even had to like almost reinvent himself. Yes. To even come back, and he's. I mean, he's, and been, he's been working been a lot of more, a very adult he, things. Oh, he's been steadily working for like yeah. years now, but I yeah. mean. Mario was kind of able to kind of keep that brand and I haven't seen Elizabeth Berkeley it. in much though. Honey, Showgirls was it. They said Showgirls after that, they iconic. said thank you. <laughs> they said thank you. We will call you. And I have not seen her in any she was on Dancing with the Stars, obviously, yeah. uh, recently. And then uh Tiffany Amber, uh, what is she doing? She went the um nineties bimbo route. So oh. she went to Melrose Place oh. after that. And that's where she kind of got into all of that. The last thing that I really remember seeing her in was The Ladies Man, the Tim Meadows film where she was um, Sweet Thing. I think she was also in a USA drama too. She was. I think she. It was. Um, see, it was something. Something. About to make it was something about up. a con man. No, y'all know what I'm talking about. She was the wife in the USA series. Come on, drama. IMDb. Come on. What uh, is but it? I don't remember. So okay, but. I will give this a shot. I'm gonna give it. I'll a give it a shot just because everybody's doing a reboot. Why not them? Let's Why go not? ahead. Like I really like this film. I watched it every morning before school. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Yes. So yeah, I'll definitely give this a fizz as well. Okay. What else you got? <laughs> okay. So I want to give a shout out to Miss Erica Alexander. Okay. Uh. Who played Maxine the Maverick Shaw on the oh, yes. on Living Single? Okay, um, it was just announced through Deadline uh, that Erica Alexander is joining the cast of a new Stars comedy. Okay, Run the World is the name of this comedy that's going to be on Stars, um, and Erica has a recurring role. All right. Um, also, part of this is. Amber Stevens, Brescia Webb, Corbin Reed, Stephen Bishop. I know some of those names, um, but I want you to hear okay. the description of Run the World. Is it Run the World? Yes, Run the yeah. World. Okay. Run the World is a story of a group of black, vibrant, fiercely loyal best friends who work, live, and play in Harlem. 
as they strive for world domination. Does that sound familiar to you at all? I want to say something, but I don't know if it's and right. And Erica Alexander is joining the cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like living single. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so she just doing the same show? But I mean, I don't think everybody <laughs> in living single was trying to run the world or rule the world. Um, yeah, right. Like, Maybe okay. just Khadijah and Maxine. Right. Um, so I thought maybe this was a little bit more along the Sex and the City route. Oh, maybe, but I, I mean, Harlem? Yeah, Sex and the City? In the news, okay, I got you saying. Put it in a new well, borough. Okay, then I think that this will bring the next thing. Um, uh, Yvette Lee Bowser will be the showrunner for this. Mm-hmm. Yvette Lee Bowser was the producer for both Dear White People and Living Single. Yes. Okay. So it sounds like it's going to be closely affiliated with Living Single. Do you feel like that this is their attempt at a reboot? I depends on if they're actually single. <laughs> I mean, I want to watch it. I think it's cute. It sounds cute. So, I mean, it may be. And, I mean, if it was, who's mad at it? Listen to this. And this is actually coming from um, the, exe- the show's executive producer. Okay. Okay. Um, and... The exec, uh, Lee Davenport is the EP for this. And she went on to say, Run the World is a love letter to black women and a love letter to Harlem that I hope inspires young, ambitious black women to feel powerful, desirable, and free. This is Living Single. <laughs> but I'm here for it. We I'm excited. I am single. excited. I'm excited about it. So this gets a fist for me. I'm actually happy that she's going to be a part of it. Me too. I'm glad to see that she's getting back on TV, back on screen. And this is going to, like, it's definitely going to be a nod. They're bringing someone from Living I'm Single sure. back. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to get a version of that that's, like, more like this time. So. Fist for me. Yeah, for me too. Um, okay, the next thing I want to mention is just more of a uh, shout out than an actual in-depth dive. But I had a chance to listen to Ariana Grande's new album, Positions. And it's not bad. It's not bad. It seems okay. to me like a mix of two of her earlier albums. To me, it sounds like... I've heard this is a lot more up-tempo. It, it, well, not all of it is, but it's, it's definitely got like a mix of pop and R&B hits on there. And so that's okay. why I'm saying it. it feels like a mix of my everything and thank you next because it's got the poppy tracks up top and then the more R&B kind of like tracks towards the bottom of um, the, the album. I, I heard the single Positions. Yes, that's definitely a, a to me feels a little more poppy. But I don't know because I, I think there's some other songs on the album that I think are a little bit more R&B that I like. But overall, it's a good album. Um, yeah, as I said, I've heard Positions. And you didn't like it. Oh, um, no, you said you could understand um, what she was saying. Uh, uh, what should no I say? Wait, uh, I like the beat. I like the beat. <laughs> um, I don't think I Positions nice. is her strongest song on the album, though. So Yeah, I okay. So I'll say that. Well, maybe I'll maybe I might give it a whirl in my record player. There are a few other songs that I think are a lot better than Positions. Let me go get my Walkman and we'll see. Okay, but I just wanted to give it a quick fizz or a quick shout out. So shout out. Let me get my hit clips. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember hit clips? Uh, now, now that's what I call music. <laughs> that's what Ooh, you need. Jesus. Okay, um, what else you got? Okay, so uh, Bravo released the Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer. For this upcoming Sans season. Mimi. 
Right, exactly. Without Miss Lanethia Leaks. Um, but the uh, new season is set to debut in early December. Um, I showed you the trailer. You showed me like a couple of clips. I don't yeah. think I've seen the full trailer. Okay. What were your thoughts from the clips? They're trying to make a show. They're trying to make a show. They've got to yeah. do something to get ratings from people. So they're trying to make a show. I, I'm not exact. I'm not confident on what this is going to look like this season. It seems to me to be very rushed and a little manic. Um, I How quickly the trailer moved gives me a vibe and feeling that this season is also going to move very quickly. I'm sure that production was down for quite a while because of COVID. And now that most of the clips that I saw, people were not in masks. No. And so that is interesting. So I'm trying to figure out exactly when a lot of this filming happened. Um, I will, hmm, I think that I will wait to make my final judgments, but I think Drew Sador is going to be a credit. I'm hoping. Yeah. I think that she's going to be good to, good TV at least. Yeah, I haven't seen her anywhere lately. So I'm not sure what the storyline is with her and her husband. Um, I'm not either. There seems to be some confusion of he went on a vacation and was gone for a number of days and but by himself. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know where he was at. So, I don't know. Interesting. That, that was a little weird. Um, I think Cynthia and Mike's wedding is probably going to be the finale. They're yeah, probably going to end on that note. That's what I'm assuming. Do you think this will um, be a shorter season? I, like I said, I just think it's going to be... I think it is going to be a shorter season because mm-hmm. I think... Uh, production have been cut down because I don't see a lot of people oh, like wearing masks and things in that. So okay. I just don't. Yeah, I'm. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I think I that agree. this. I, I, or at least I think this season is going to move very quickly. Right. Just and what get through some. You know what points. Bravo is really good about doing. Uh, Bravo will take breaks. You know, like they'll yeah, they, they will put take them on a mid winter finale. Yeah, they love winter to finale, do those like little breaks, or they'll finale. like. Or, um, as we saw through COVID, they will insert between episodes, they will have like a, um, you know, a watch, a watch party of the last episode with comments from the cast, you know, things like that. And so, um, I think it's just going to be a very quick season with Mike and Cynthia's wedding being the, uh, that was the one place I did see some people with masks on, but not um, in that clip, but not everybody actually, what was reported from that, Giselle Bryant, who is a housewife of Potomac, mm-hmm. said that she actually left Cynthia's wedding early because after cameras went down and people were just kind of eating and stuff, like that she saw masks be- not being used. Like a lot of people weren't using masks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's interesting. Um, but overall, I'm excited. I need something to watch. So I'm here. I'm going to be right. watching this. I'm going to check it out. It's so, a fizz. Yeah, it's a fizz for me too. Um, the only other thing I had is just another quick shout out. The Mandalorian season two dropped on Friday. I've already seen the first episode. It was really good. I'm excited Mandalorian is back. It's something else to look forward to. The first season was so good. So please, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, there's a whole first season available. And like I said, we've just started season two. So pretty excited. So fizz. All right, all right. And what else is that? It for you or that's you... it for me. Oh, nice. Um, what are your final thoughts from this episode? Final thoughts. Uh, that there are more people dead that I want to speak to that I knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, 
Um, I think my final thoughts are is I was just reading late earlier this past week how history repeats itself and like listening to podcasts and a lot of the things that we're dealing with right now is are not the first time that we've had to deal with these things. And so I think it's important to or it would be important to speak some to speak to someone from the past to how you can learn how to not make certain things happen or how to steer things in a certain way that's maybe a little bit more non-divided, I guess. I don't know. But um, yeah, that, that was a good discussion because now I'm going to be thinking about that. Yeah, you know, I always bring you the great discussions. I always bring you the great questions. <laughs> what are um, you taking away? So, okay. Y'all know I've been a little charged up this whole episode. <laughs> but my final thought is still charged up as well. Like, there is a second pandemic going on out yes. there. And it's called bitch assness. Okay? Okay. There are a lot of bitch asses out here coming in under cowardice, under fear, under uh, whatever kind of BS that has them captivated. Okay? So, yes, and I'm going to pull a I'm going to pull from Please. KJ. I'm going to take a page out of names. KJ Brooks. Okay. I'm talking to you, Brett Favre. I'm talking to you, Jack Nicholas. I'm talking to you, Little Wayne. I'm talking to you, Jay Cutler. I am talking to you, uh Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly. Okay, I'm letting you know that y'all need to go get to the nearest um, pharmacy and take a water pill to drain the bitch assness from your big legs and your big feet. (laughs) And your knock knees. Black gums and all. That's love. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, I mean, bitch assness is out there, guys. Please protect yourselves. Do not be around it. Okay, quarantine yourself from bitch assness. Thank mm. you. All right. Well, on that note, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And please feel free to follow us on all social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Cold Pop Show and on Instagram at Cold Pop Show. Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Trenton Rashad. Oh, 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 did you get it? Did you finally well, get your name? No, I'm saying like now I what I did is I just changed my first name uh-huh. to say Trent Rashad. Oh, instead of Trent RD. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you can find me on all social media at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. And if you have any topics or things that you want us to talk about, feel free to shoot us an email at coldpopshow at gmail.com. All right, I think that'll about do it for us. All right, until next time, pop stars. Bye.